Welcome to Beyond the Crucible. I'm Warwick Fairfax, the founder of Beyond the Crucible. From my perspective, the way beliefs work its, their way out in your life is your values. It's be- basically beliefs in practice, beliefs lived out day to day. It's the connecting tissue between beliefs, how we treat our families, our loved ones, our friends, our co-workers. Uh, it's not like values on a bumper sticker or values that you know the failed company Enron had from years ago, which is probably like, I don't know what, compassion, humility, honesty, and they were lying, cheating, stealing, and mistreating everybody. That's not values, that's just a, a bumper sticker that's meaningless. To me, values are actually what we live. If somebody looked at your life and were to say, what are your values, they'd probably tell you. Hopefully that would align with what you think they are. But basically values are beliefs lived out in practice day to day. Beliefs and values, two connected building blocks of the road that leads you to a life of significance. But how do you know what yours are? And how do you make sure they line up with each other? That's the focus of this third episode of our special summer series, Crucible Hacks. Hi, I'm Gary Schneeberger, co-host of the show. Warwick and I offer you a pair of hacks this week, one to help you identify your beliefs, called Be the Change, and one to help you bring those beliefs to bear on your day-to-day life, which we've whimsically called Know Thyself by George, after George Harrison of the Beatles. Why? Keep listening. As you do, you'll keep gaining insights into building the road to your life of significance. This is the third episode in this 10-part series. We're going step-by-step through what we call the Beyond the Crucible refining process. Our goal is to give you a helping hand through insights and exercises we haven't shared on the podcast before, hence the hack idea. These are new concepts for the podcast. Um, Through things that we haven't talked about on the podcast before to help you build your life of significance around. The place to start doing that is to give intentional thought to your most deeply held beliefs and values. That's what this episode is going to be about. Beliefs and values. And Warwick, I'm going to start with asking you a question. How important was it to you in getting your own life of significance in gear after your crucible to understand your beliefs and values and how they could guide you moving forward beyond your crucible? Because you are the architect of the Beyond the Crucible refining system uh, uh, process. So you had to live it first before you could talk to other people about it. How did grasping your beliefs and values help you as you move forward? Yeah, it's a very good question, Gary. You know, after my failed $2.25 billion takeover for my family's media company in Australia, you know, I was in a bad place. If ever there's a time when you really need to lean into your beliefs and values, it's when you're at the pit of despair and at your lowest. And that was certainly the point that I was. So as we'll get into, we all have different uh, beliefs and values, different paradigms. But for me, uh, faith has always been important to me. And it really became uh, especially important to me when I went to an evangelical church, uh, Anglican church at Oxford. And uh, from that point in, my, my faith in Christ became the cornerstone of who I am and what I believe. 
So after the failed takeover, uh, faith became even more important to me. I mean, basically, you go through a crucible like that, you either fall away from your beliefs and values, or you go towards them. It's sort of a binary choice, if you will. And so for me, I lent even more deeply into my faith. Uh, and I really had to refine my perspective uh, of my faith, maybe deepen it perhaps, uh, because I had this notion, because the founder of uh, John Fairfax Limited, my great-great-grandfather John Fairfax, was a person of deep faith. In some fashion, I felt like, well, gosh, God's plan must be to resurrect the company in the image of the founder. I'm a person of faith. It made sense to me what God's plan would be. And, you know, when we start guessing about what God's plan or whoever we believe is up there, that's that's dangerous. Anyway, so I was in a bad place, felt like I let God down, but I came to realize maybe God had a different plan for my life that I didn't contemplate. And so that was really a huge turning point for me. You know, maybe there was something that I was missing. And also I came to realize that God loves us unconditionally despite my mistakes and failures despite all of our mistakes and failures. All that's to say is, at my worst moment, it was really leaning into my faith that I needed to most do and was extremely helpful. Wasn't easy, but it was very helpful. That could be the the line used for most of what we're talking about in this series. It wasn't easy, but it was extremely helpful. Whatever we're, all the hacks we're offering, they're not necessarily easy, but we hope that they're very helpful. And one of the things that's interesting, and I don't want to talk about it now because we'll get to it, but I just want to prick the listener's ears a bit. When we say beliefs and values, you might be thinking, well, they're the same thing. It's like saying root causes, right? If it's the root, it's the cause. I I, I never understood that one. Stay tuned because Warwick has excellent insight into how beliefs and values aren't the same thing. In fact, how one feeds the other, one informs the other. So stay tuned and we'll get to that point. And before we do that, though, let me put on my my salesman hat here and talk a little bit about, um, because it's summer and we want this series to be fun, we have a, a game involved here uh, in this Crucible Hacks Summer Series. We have a Crucible uh, Hacks worksheet. It's free. It's available at beyondthecrucible.com. And what it does is each week, I'm going to give you a, a code word that you can fill into your worksheet, which we hope you're keeping in the workbook where we've suggested that you keep when we started this series uh, two episodes ago. You can write that word down after I say it, put it in the worksheet. And for the first 25 people who complete and submit the worksheet, you'll be gifted with a not just a copy of Warwick's book, Crucible Leadership, Embrace Your Trials to Lead a Life of Significance. No, you'll get a signed copy, a hand-signed copy from Warwick. So the first 25 people to turn in that worksheet um, to us, more information on that will come, but keep filling that out. In fact, I'm so excited, I'm going to skip right to it. The word for this week, folks, is foundation. That's the word for week three of the uh, Beyond the Crucible Summer Series Crucible Hacks Worksheet foundation. That's your word. All right, Warwick, we've got that business out of the way. Let's talk a little bit about, so this episode's on beliefs and values. So let's start at the the, the top end of that. What are beliefs? Um, I like using Noah Webster's first ever dictionary from 1828. Uh, and this is how he defines belief in his dictionary from 1828. To assent to, to rest on, 
I love that. And then he just says, rely. These are your beliefs, the things you rest on, the things that you rely on, that you put your reliance in. That's a pretty good definition, isn't it? And I mean, how would you define, not that I want to put you in the position of be better than Noah Webster, but how would you define um, belief, especially in the context of Beyond the Crucible? Yeah, I mean, Noah Webster's definition to assent, to rely on, rest on, that is a good, definitely good definition. From my perspective, uh, beliefs can be a religious way of thought, a philosophy, a spiritual perspective. Again, I mentioned my kind of uh, evangelical Christian perspective, but there's different denominational perspective, different religious, spiritual, philosophical. And really, at the deepest level, beliefs define who we are to our core, at the deepest spiritual level and how we see the world. We all have beliefs. You can't be human without having beliefs. You may not have thought about it that much, but I think what we're encouraging you to is to think about that because they really sum up who you are at a soul level. So again, it's not about what I believe or Gary believes or your friend or parents or whoever believe. It's really about what you believe, what you hold most dear. So just as an example of, uh, from my perspective, just to give you an idea of um, how that works out for me, from my Christian perspective, uh, God loves us and sent his son to redeem us. So behind that belief, there's a philosophy of love and redemption that, that comes from that. Now, other religions, right. philosophies, spiritual ways of thought, they might have different perspectives, but they all seek to define how we see ourselves and how we see our place in the world, our purpose in the world. That's why beliefs are important. You want to figure out your purpose, who we are, who the world should be. It really all comes down to our beliefs. And we'll talk more about this later. But in terms of the connection between beliefs and values, values are the outworking of our beliefs. Beliefs in action are our values. Again, more to come on that one. Yeah. And one of the things I liked about how you described uh, beliefs there is going back to Noah Webster's first dictionary uh, definition, the idea of to rest on, right? Your beliefs are the things that you lean into, the, those things that you, that you rest on, that you rely on, that are constants in your life. Those are, those are bedrock principles, right? That form who you are. And you're right. We'll talk more about how then values are connected to that. So, it is intentional. In fact, before I'll, I'll, I'll reveal a behind the scenes fact, folks, before we started to record this episode, we were preparing for it and we had titled the episode values and beliefs and realized, no, it really should be beliefs and values because one leads to the other one, you know, form follows function, right? Beliefs then tied to what your values are. So more on that, but let's talk now, Warwick, um, about our belief hack. Um, the hack here is be the change. And the idea there is um, one of the questions that we've identified that can offer great insights into building a life of significance is part of one of the worksheets in our Discover Your Second Act Significance e-course. This one is, it's best not to overthink at this moment. But go with the first thing that comes to mind when I propose this question to you, listener. Um, That gut reaction will be where your most deeply rooted beliefs live. Okay, here we go. It's a two-part question because that's just the way I roll. (laughs) It's a two-part question. 
What do I believe must change in my community and or my world? And what are the beliefs that underpin my desire to see that change in my community and my world? So Warwick, how does that question get at what someone believes and how can it help people move along a path to a life of significance? You know, when I think of the word be the change, I think of really that famous quote by Gandhi in which he said, be the change you want to see in the world. And if ever there's somebody that uh, lived that, it was Gandhi when he was trying to, in in the late 40s, uh, or probably before then, seek India's uh, independence from Britain. He believed in uh, nonviolence and and, passive resistance, and he lived very simply. And he would he would live that change. He would he 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 was literally was the change he wanted to see in the world. He was never a political leader, but uh, he was seen as the father of India, despite having no political title or office. So the power of living what you believe and knowing who you are is profound. So that's yeah. That I think of Gandhi when I think of be the change, but I'd say more broadly. Um, you know, what we most deeply care about, the change in the world that we earnestly uh, desire to make, that provides a window into our soul. So when you when you ask yourself, what is it that I really care about? What do I feel like really needs to change? Whether you realize it or not, that is rooted in your fundamental beliefs. And so that's where we need to do some soul work to get into Okay, so why do I think that? What is the belief that underpins the change I want to see? So again, by way of example, this is just my perspective, but uh, everybody has to find their own. From my perspective, my faith perspective, I believe in redemption, both from a Christian worldview, but also more broadly. That the way that works out in what I do at Beyond the Crucible is that I believe that your worst day does not have to define you, I believe that redemption is, impo- is is possible. So I have clear beliefs from my Christian worldview, and that governs the fact that, you know, we're all going to make mistakes. I believe we're loved by God unconditionally, and I believe in, in redemption. Now, you, you don't have to look at it from a particular Christian perspective. You can look at it from another religious way of thought or a spiritual way of thought. But that's kind of how uh, my beliefs shape who I am and what I do. So again, that's yeah. just by way of example. Um, you have to find your own inner core of your soul uh, of the change you want to make and why. Right. And it just occurred to me now that this phrase to describe what we're talking about, this this whole va- uh, beliefs and values episode on the, the, the crucible hacks concept is really about self-discovering. Uh, what we're asking folks to do is 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 take a journey of self-discovery first to dis- to find out what your beliefs are. Um, and 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 the hack that we've just talked about helps you sort of uncover what those are, some some prompts, some questions that can help you get there. And and, and now we'll move on to the values portion of of that uh, uh, dynamic and Let's start in the same place we started with beliefs. What are values? I'm going to go back to Noah Webster because I love his his first dictionary. And Noah Webster describes in that first dictionary, a value is worth. The real value of a thing is its utility, its power or capacity of procuring or producing good. 
They do not make dictionaries like they made in 1828 anymore. That is a strong definition, isn't it, Warwick? And uh, I mean, how how would you define value? I mean, in the beyond the crucible context, that that gets pretty close, I think, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, values are it, they do describe the worth of something. I would say values are almost like the connecting tissue of beliefs with our lives. So if you say you have a certain you know belief in, I don't know, it could be uh, your faith perspective teaches you uh, forgiveness uh, and hope, or, you know, let's say, and you run around resenting everybody and not forgiving anybody and being cynical and having no hope, it would seem like your faith perspective, and again, I'm not saying what it should be, but if your faith perspective was based on that kind of a, uh, you know, uh, believe in, um, in, in second chances and forgiveness and all, uh, that it has to work itself out in your life. And from my perspective, the way beliefs work its, uh, their way out in your life is your values. It's be- basically beliefs in practice, beliefs lived out day to day. It's the connecting tissue between beliefs, how we treat our families, our loved ones, our friends, our co-workers, uh, it's not like values on a bumper sticker or values that, you know, the failed company Enron had from years ago, which is probably like, I don't know what, compassion, humility, honesty, and they were lying, cheating, stealing, and mistreating everybody. That's not values. That's just a, a bumper sticker that's meaningless. To me, values are actually what we live. If somebody looked at your life and were to say, gee, what are your values? They'd probably tell you. Hopefully that would align with what you think they are. But basically, values are beliefs lived out in practice day to day. That's sort of the nutshell of it. Yeah. And in the midst of that, you you use what we call it beyond the crucible, a Warwickism. I'm, I love it. And you know this to be true, Warwick, because I always make t-shirts out of those things, right? <laughs> you said values are the connecting tissue to our beliefs, which you know is, is a beautiful way of, again, emphasizing to the listener that this is not, values and beliefs aren't synonyms. They're not the same word. Um, one leads to the other, one ties the other together, and both of them are necessary to move beyond our crucible toward a life of significance. Uh, let's get to the hack. The hack on this one, I like this one. And it, Sounds bad to say I like this one because I'm the one that named this one. But I like this hack, um, and and this hack is called Know Thyself by George. And you're like, what does that mean? What that means is I'm a big Beatles fan. And uh, in the late 1970s, after the band broke up, George Harrison wrote a song for one of his solo albums called It's What You Value, Okay. And it's about finding a fulfilling life, often in the aftermath of a crucible that is rooted in the things that anchor you. Here's the chorus of that song. I promise I'm not going to sing it. Um, I'm just going to read it. But I found it's all up to what you value, down to where you are. It all swings on the pain you've gone through, getting where you are. It's what you value. And one of the best ways to discover what George Harrison is talking about, one of the best ways to discover what you value is an exercise that's available in many forms, but we uh, have one at Beyond the Crucible that we like to think is a pretty good one. And that is to, to consider a list of words that describe values and selecting the ones that matter most to you. That worksheet that we have, um, and we'll put it in the show notes, but it's called Clarify Your Values. And the idea behind the worksheet is that 
It helps you identify these. It has you consider um, a list of words to describe values and select ones that matter most to you. That worksheet then, our worksheet asks you to select 10 values from the sheet of many, then whittle the list down to your top five, rank those top five in order, and then as a final step to select what you believe to be your top value. Warwick, how can a process like I've just described, like this worksheet leads people on, how can that help us in beginning to chart a course to a life of significance? How does knowing what your values are, how does that help you move along the, the beyond the crucible refining process? You know, a lot of people, maybe many or most of us live very busy lives uh, many of us are not that reflective. I happen to be, which has its good sides and bad sides. But, uh, you know, for most people, they're just busy with, you know, families, kids, work, uh, hopefully a little bit of relaxation, hobbies, you know, whatever it is. And they're not thinking about who I am, what do I believe, what are my values. It just seems all sort of ethereal and esoteric. And as we've dis discussed, it's really not. Life needs to be lived intentionally on purpose. You should not be drifting through life. You should have a sense of, I'm living according to a plan I actually believe in. And so, right. as we've mentioned, you know, values are the outworking of our beliefs day to day. And so, as you, this should not be hard at all. As you circle the top 10, the top five, rank them in order, and then what's your top one? It should say, well, of course, this is who I am. But, you know, since life needs to be lived intentionally, once you do that, you come up with your top values and then a top value, that should provide a touchstone of how you should live. And you should be trying to stay true to who you are at the deepest level every day. This should be, am I? did I live today my top value? My top values, did I not? Did I kind of drift from there? I mean, it's, it's kind of important. I just bought a new car and it's got on it this, this feature that if I'm, like going out of the lane a little bit, it'll steer me back in the lane. That's kind of what that's kind of what your values will do for you, right? It'll steer you back if you keep them top of mind, and if you keep, it'll kind of keep you on the road that you need to be on to get to your next destination. Now, I know Warwick, you're going to talk about your um, most deeply held values in, in in a second. I did an exercise like this. I did it before we actually had this worksheet, so mine was different. Mine wasn't pick your top one; it was pick your top three. But I, here are my top three. Hope, grace, and legacy uh, are my top three that I picked out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of words. And uh, easily for me to, to whittle that down to one, mine would be legacy. I want to live my life every day with the legacy I'm leaving behind, not behind, but in front of me. So I want to, I want to you know, the, the exhaust fumes of my life to be the legacy that I'm, I'm looking at every day. That's the way that I'm, I'm trying to walk through my life. And I know you said it on the podcast a few times, but but you have two very dis very distinct and strong top values as well, right? Yeah, Gary. I mean, just to dwell on yours for a second, you know, looking at legacy, that's a good one because you know, as the years go by, and you know, after you're gone, because we'll all be gone at some point. You want to feel like, as people look back on the life of Gary Schneeberger, that he lived a right. legacy, that his family, friends, co-workers, people would say, you know, he lived a legacy to be proud of. He made an impact in the world. Again, 
you know, very few of us will ha have some global impact the way Gandhi did. You know, so it's not a comparison game saying, oh, well, I'm going to be Gandhi, so what's the point? But, you know, each in our own ways can leave a legacy. And so the fact that Gary's thinking about how do I live today in a way that helps leave a legacy that I and others after me can be proud of, that's very practical, very real. So for me, my top two values are humility and integrity. It has been for pretty much my whole life, and that comes out of a, a belief construct, if you will. I believe that uh, all people have value. I try to think of myself with a sober attitude that I believe I'm not better than anybody else, that everybody has value. And in terms of integrity, I really try to the best of my ability, and not perfectly, I try to do what is right every day. I try to believe that everybody has value. I try to do the right thing, I live with integrity, you know, honesty. When I make mistakes, I try to say, yep, sorry, I blew that one. Uh, please forgive me. But humility and integrity uh, guides how I try to live every day. It's, it's how I put my, in my case, Christian faith in, into practice. I try to live you know, a life of humility and integrity every day. Again, we're all humans, we'll have days in which some might say, well, not so much today, and you kind of blew it, Warwick, but that's, that's being human. But I would like right. to think over the arc of my life that people would look back and say, overall, Warwick had his good days and bad days, but overall, he did live a life of humility and integrity. That's what I would hope people would think of me uh, you know, after I'm gone. Well, there you have it. That is a very good summation, I think, of, of this idea of crucible hacks on how your beliefs and your values can help you take those first steps. We talk a lot about being in the pit, coming up out of the pit. Um, uh, beliefs and values are, are kind of the first thing you focus on when you're out of the pit, when your head's up and you're looking up, right? And you're like, oh, I'm not in the darkness anymore. What are my beliefs? What are my values? Some pretty good hacks here. I got to mention George Harrison, which was awesome for me. You got to mention Gandhi, which was awesome for you. So as we wrap here, Warwick, any final thoughts for our friends about what we've discussed? There's a lot of information packed into this, this again, short 30-minute episode of this podcast, this series on Crucible Hacks. What are some final thoughts that you'd like to leave folks with um, before we we move on. You know, beliefs and values, they might seem a little esoteric, but they're actually not. Um, beliefs and value are the cornerstone of who we are. They define who we are at the deepest possible level and how we should live. Our purpose and our calling has to be in line with our most deeply held beliefs and values. So as you're coming out of the pit of despair from a crucible, it's one of the, yes, you have to learn the lessons of your crucible and understand how they refined you. That's a very important uh, beginning step. But closely following that, or maybe even at the same time, you've got to ask yourself, well, what is it I really believe? What are my deeply held values? Because as you think of moving on, how you're going to treat other people, your family, what kind of business or mission or calling you're going to follow, it has to be in line with your deeply held beliefs and values. And frankly, if you don't, the chances of it succeeding are probably won't be high because it won't resonate at a soul level. You'll run out of gas, you'll hit walls, you'll hit obstacles. And it's like, yeah, what does it all mean? Who cares? But if it's like, you know, this change in the world, be it big or small, has to happen. 
and it's rooted in my fundamental beliefs and values, the chances of you being able to persevere are much, much higher because you can say, you know what, this isn't about me. There are people that need to be helped. There's wrong in this world that need to be righted. And it's rooted in my most fundamental beliefs and values. That's something that can move you, frankly, can also move people around you who, again, none of us are Gandhi, but he had in India, you know, millions following uh, this person, you know, wearing pretty ragged, simple clothes. Who is this person? If it was the power of his beliefs and values that you know motivated people and you know changed that part of the world. So again, few of us are going to be Gandhi, but you get the point. Is our beliefs and values define who we are, and should define what it is we want to do in in, in the world? Whether it's a business, uh, a nonprofit, it's fundamentally linked to our beliefs and values. So these are important. They're practical. Uh, you avoid them, then there will be that pit of despair might last a long time, like your whole life. You run out, you run out of alignment with your beliefs and values. I think it's impossible to be filled with joy and and, and um, fulfillment. It's very possible to have a despair, despondent life, likely even if you live out of line with your beliefs and values. That is a great place to end the conversation, and is a great emphasis. To you listeners, and I don't think we've said this yet, these are sequential as we're going through these. This is the third episode. Don't skip any of these steps, particularly this one. What Warwick just said, this is a step that you do not want to skip. Uh, you want to make sure that 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 you get this soul work, this inner work. You 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 go on this journey of self-discovery. Because there's more self-discovery coming up uh, as we move on to the next episodes in our series, Crucible Hacks. In fact, this is the end of the third episode of Crucible Hacks. Come back and join us next week when we offer up some more of those very hacks that will help you in your efforts to achieve a life of significance. If you enjoyed this episode, learned something from it, we invite you to engage more deeply with those of us at Beyond the Crucible. Visit our website, beyondthecrucible.com, to explore a plethora of offerings to help you transform what's been broken into breakthrough. A great place to start, our free online assessment, which will help you pinpoint where you are on your journey beyond your crucible and to chart a course forward. See you next week.